Welcome to Chapter 5 of St. Nick and the Big F*** Up, a holiday audio drama in six parts. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, I would strongly recommend that you start back at Episode 1. You can find it on your favorite podcast app or at the website saintnickandthebigfup.com. I'm Phil Rickaby, the writer and performer of St. Nick and the Big F*** Up. If you enjoy this audio drama, please rate and review it at Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get podcasts. If you want to post about it on Twitter or Instagram, use the hashtag SaintNickFedUp. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PhilRickaby, and my website is PhilRickaby.com. If you like this audio drama, please consider dropping some change in my virtual tip jar. You'll find a link in the show notes. And hang around for just a minute at the end of the episode for some important credits. I can remember a time before I hated Christmas. A time when it was good and wonderful and magical. It was a brief time because I was six when the bullying started. But there were a few years. Maybe two. Because everything before the age of three doesn't count because at that age you are too young. You haven't learned what's going on, haven't learned to be excited, haven't learned to anticipate. Age three is when it starts, the age when you first become aware that on this day, there are presents. It's the day that changes your life. It's the first time you are conscious of what is happening, because after this, you remember. Now you know. Now all the talk of Santa Claus makes sense. And the next year, you feel real anticipation. Will it happen again? Will Santa Claus bring you toys? And then, on Christmas morning, you come downstairs and you look under the tree and at the stockings and there are presents! It happened! It's real! (laughs) And then you're five and now you are really buzzing because it happened twice and you are paying really close attention to all the things that the people say about Santa Claus because he is real and you want to know more. You want to know everything. And you tell everyone about all the things that you've heard, that you've learned about the North Pole, the sleigh, the reindeer, the elves, and you've seen him at the mall. You spoke to him. You told him what you wanted. You also sent him a letter just in case. And then when Christmas morning comes, you find the tree and the stockings and your heart is so full because there is magic in the world. There is joy. I wish I could have seen that with Ashley. But that's where it stops for me. Other kids have different experiences, but for me, there was no anticipation or joy in Christmas. Because after that, the kids found out about Mom's little Santa Claus thing, and the bullying robbed me of any desire for Christmas things. I didn't want anything to do with Christmas or Santa Claus, and Mom couldn't understand it. How could she? How could I explain it to her?
She couldn't understand the cruelty of children the way that I did. So I admit that I have looked at Jenny's Facebook pretty frequently, even though I know I shouldn't. I know it's not good for me. I know it keeps me in the past, keeps me from moving forward with my life, but I can't help it. Yes, it hurts, but but I deserve that hurt. That hurt reminds me of what I did. How I ruined the best thing in my life. It reminds me that I am not a good person. And that must be true. A good person wouldn't say what I said to Preston and his mother. A good person wouldn't hate his own mother. So, by now you're wondering, why would a guy like me who's hated Christmas for his whole life end up putting on the red suit and being Santa at the mall with all the kids and parents and piss and vomit and shit? Why go through all that for something you hate? Well, Ashley is seven now, and, and I have never met her. But something happened that might change that, and I want to make things right. And if I'm going to do that, I have to learn to be less angry and bitter. And part of that is trying to come to terms with this Santa and Christmas thing. Because kids, regular kids, not like me, they love Christmas and Santa. So if I want to relate to my daughter, maybe I need to learn to like them too. So I went for the full immersion route. I would learn to like Christmas from the inside. I would become Santa. But I should have known I would fuck that up. It was inevitable. I fuck everything up eventually. But there was that one perfect moment. It was a Monday evening, and things were slow. Monday isn't usually a busy day, and so it was one of Santa Prime's days off. Now, a smart parent looking to avoid the lines would take their child to see Santa on a Monday, because, hey, no waiting. But Monday is an inconvenient day for a lot of people, so they don't. Others get a little snobby about what Santa they get their pictures with. If they have the choice of the real bearded full-time Santa or the fake bearded part-time Santa, a lot of people would rather the real beard. It does look a little better in pictures, but let's be honest. How often do you really dig out the previous year's Santa pictures? So it's Monday, and it's just the end of November, so things aren't really busy. There are a few kids who've come through the line... The mall isn't particularly busy because the Christmas rush hasn't really started. All the stores are going through the motions of Christmas, knowing that any real sales bump is at least a week away. But I'm doing my thing. I'm calling out to children and even adults. I've found it helpful to find adults who want to play along and wave at them. It also makes them spend more, apparently. 
I've essentially given up on there being any more kids tonight. When I hear a voice say, See, Ashley, there he is! And I know that voice. I could never not know that voice. It's Jenny. And with her, that sight I have not seen outside of pictures on Facebook. My daughter... And she sees me and she starts to run towards me like she's been longing to see me her whole life. And for that moment, I forget who I am. I'm not Santa. I'm her father who hasn't seen her ever. And her running towards me and smiling like that is all I ever wanted. I get out of my chair and I get down on one knee as she runs into my arms. I hear the photo elf say, uh, Santa? And I remember myself. I ho, 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 and I'm back on the throne, and my daughter is on my lap, and I'm going through my usual pattern, but I don't want it to end. I'm so close to the little girl I have wanted to know for so long, and she doesn't know it's me. And Jenny doesn't know it's me. To both of them, I'm just Santa. But this anonymity lets me have this moment with my daughter without the baggage of the past. My anonymity lets me have her whisper the things that she wants this year into my ear. And instead of telling her, I'll do my best, like I do to all the other children, I tell her, if that's what she wants, it is what she will get. They get a picture with Santa, with me. And for once I'm smiling for real instead of just crinkling my eyes and letting the beard hide my mouth. No, this time... It's the biggest smile I think I've ever smiled. And then it's over. And Jenny and Ashley are gone. But she was here. My daughter. She was here with me and never knew it. And Santa needs to go feed his reindeer after that because I don't want anyone to see that I'm crying. And that was Chapter 5 of St. Nick and the Big F*** Up. Remember to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and to let me know what you think using the hashtag St. Nick Up. You will find Chapter 6 in one week. Music in this episode were excerpts from Krampus Workshop, Angels We've Heard on High, Wholesome, and There Is Romance, all by Kevin McLeod and all released under a Creative Commons by Attribution license. Some sound effects in this episode were from Zapsplat.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again next week for the final episode of St. Nick and the Big F*** Up.